Welcome to Grandma and Her Gummies, a fun and educational podcast about real-life cannabis stories and lessons for safer cannabis use for everyone. If you're looking for ways to ease pain, inflammation, anxious feelings, or just want to chill and get better sleep, we'll share with you the latest scientific research and tips about cannabis products and innovation, which just might help improve your quality of life. Listen in for the basics about cannabis and walk away with important resources and education. But most of all, have fun and enjoy the cannabis stories. Want to share your cannabis story? Contact us at grandmaandhergummies.com. Hello to my cannabis curious listeners. Welcome and thank you for joining us today. I'm Steve with the Cannabis Wellness Group and the host of Grandma and Her Gummies our fun and educational podcast with real-life stories about cannabis and products for safe and effective use. Now, as I like to say, it's not about getting high, it's about getting better. Better sleep, better relief, and better quality of life. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Alexis from Hawaii, whom I met during our master's program at the University of Maryland for Medical Cannabis Science and Therapeutics was our project that we worked on together to create an educational program for seniors who are one of the fastest growing groups now enjoying cannabis. So what Alexis and I want to talk about is how to prepare for a visit to a cannabis dispensary. This is really important. So whether it's your first time or you're a return customer, Alexis, who's the lead dispensary specialist and now in charge of training at Honolulu's premier medical dispensary, uh, she'll share with us some questions to ask and how to prepare. So welcome, Alexis. I really appreciate uh, spending some time with you today. Before we dive into our conversation, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, aloha and good morning, Steve. Thank you so much for having me this morning. It's a beautiful day in Hawaii. And I uh, really appreciate that wonderful introduction. Um, I do live in Honolulu, Hawaii. I've been here for 23 years. I uh, currently work at one of our three beautiful dispensaries on the island of Oahu in Honolulu. And as you mentioned, I'm a retail specialist and I'm a lead um, on our floor. I also have had the honor of having a hybrid role implemented where I have started to train our retail staff. Um, A little bit about my background in cannabis. Um, I did grow up in Northern California in the Green Triangle. So cannabis has always been a very integral part of my life, I would say culturally and spiritually. And um, I'm very lucky to have been exposed to this beautiful plant and its cultivation growing up. Excellent. Well, that's great. Coming from California with that experience and exposure now to Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii is so beautiful for so many reasons. What I want the listeners to hear today is we're going to give them tips, whether you're going to an adult use in a in a legally recreational state like Michigan or California or a medical. It doesn't really matter because going to a dispensary is really Honestly, it's it's intimidating and it's so important to be prepared. I, Alexis, I may have told you, but you know, uh, last year I took my 88 year old dad in Michigan to a dispensary for the first time. He was very interested, and it was intimidating even for me because you go in and it's like a candy store. There's all sorts of brightly packaged things all over the wall, different products. They you really needed some help, and so even for us who have our masters in this, I want to break it down you know, for the basics for our listeners. So 
for instance, one question that I get a lot is, well, what's the difference when a senior goes into a dispensary? Should they be doing anything? Or how do you guys look at that versus somebody from the younger generation when they come into one of your dispensaries? We do see an influx um, of what we call in Hawaii, we call our elderly kapuna. Um, So I'll be using that word kapuna. Um, We have seen an influx of kapuna um, coming into our dispensaries uh, recently here in the state of Hawaii. And it's definitely, I would say that we would, as a retail specialist or we're otherwise known as bud tenders, would, um, you know, look at a senior a little bit differently than um, we would say like a 20-year-old patient coming in. Um, You know, when it comes to kapunas, I've kind of broken them down into three different categories. Um, The kapunas we have that come in are either experienced, they've been smoking their entire life. Um, We have the kapuna that are rediscovering cannabis from their college years. (laughs) Um, Cannabis industry has significantly changed since their college years. And, uh, and then we have the patients that are coming in with absolutely um, no experience at all. They've never even tried cannabis. So it's just this new world to them. Um, they're kind of looking for an alternative, holistic approach to their wellness regime. The Puna are in a different category than you would say is like your, you know, 20-year-old or 25-year-old, more healthy, robust um, patient um, some of the things I look at when I'm talking to Kapunas would be, um, you know, talking to them about being, um, if they have any fall risks, mm-hmm. um, we see, um, that Kapuna can be on a variety of different medications that can have possible side effects, um, or interactions with cannabis. Mm-hmm. And then we get like a variety of different Kapuna patients that, um, either have a very robust support system. Um, their uh, children are um, helping them on their their journey that they're starting. Um, but we also see some kapuna that are entering this journey um, on their own and they don't have a lot of support um, from their family members or friends. Um, right, right. Let me st- let's stop awesome. there just for a second. So just want to remind everyone, kapuna, I love the Hawaiian term. And it, it, as you told me a while ago, I think it stands for a wise elder. Is that almost correct? Yeah. 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 So when she says Kapuna, everyone, it's, uh, it's all the smart ones. <laughs> and the second, <laughs> the second thing I want to point out is this, you just described why we are creating and delivering grandma and her gummies educational podcast. It's for anybody, anybody and everyone that's cannabis curious, whether you used to enjoy cannabis in the seventies or you're brand new to it now, whether it's for yourself or where, whether you have a grandma or a grandpa or an uncle or an aunt that might be 50, 60, 70 years old and, you know, starting to need something for their aches and pains or just want to chill. So I appreciate that you just outlined the demographic and the people that hopefully are listening to us today. So thanks for that. Um, Are there any kind of stories about an experience of somebody who came in, a a kapuna who came into your store or dispensary, shall I say? I I would like to share this one story. Um, We have this wonderful Kapuna patient. And when he first came into our dispensary, uh, he was on 14 different medications. Mm. And he'd really just reached this point in his wellness journey where he wanted to try um, something different. So under the care of his uh, primary care physician and then the support of our dispensary staff, um, over about a six-month to a year-long period, 
he was able to get down to only taking one medication a day. Hmm. One from 14. Yes. That's tremendous. Yes. It was absolutely wonderful to see he had, you know, integrated some other wellness techniques um, into his lifestyle and um, with the help of cannabis and the support of um, his family and his physician, he was um, able to really improve the quality of his life. Oh man, I bet, I bet. I mean, so a couple of things. One, I, you know, I'm not a doctor, and I, you're not a doctor either, right, Alexis? Correct. I am not a doctor. And so, so the advice that we're talking about, and the stories we're talking about, are are just that. And uh, we want to make sure that if anybody is, and most people take more than one medication, is seek advice from your healthcare provider, your doctor, because I imagine that while you gave some good um, guidance at the dispensary, you also indicate that they should really incorporate their discussions and plans with their doctor, correct? Absolutely. And I think that brings up, um, you know, kind of another good point is that we as dispensary retail staff, um, we are not licensed to be giving any sort of medical advice. Hmm. And um, when you are entering a dispensary and you are talking to those retail specialists, um, they should not be giving you any sort of medical advice. We're not licensed uh, to do that. Um, we're here to help uh, guide individuals on their unique cannabis journey. Every single dispensary that you will go into is going to be different. So what training does your staff get at NOAA? Some states require that their retail staff uh, carry certificates and have a robust training program implemented. And then there are dispensaries that require absolutely no training for any of their staff. And that's why it's really important to, you know, understand the laws that are present in your state to know, is this retail staff in the dispensary that you're going to go visit, are they required to carry certificates or have they had absolutely no training at all? Right. And that's, that's probably difficult, I imagine, for most people to navigate. So one of the things that I want the listeners to know is that we will provide a resource of questions for you to ask when you go to a dispensary and uh, and it will be on on our website and the link will be in the notes of this episode but you know in in addition to them having these questions i mean what what do you do since you're in charge of staff training tell us a little bit about what are the things that they go through particularly at our dispensary um, i've really tried to introduce and um you know, make our trainings robust, um, but also simplistic and translatable. In fact, you know, there are probably a number of questions, Alexis, that you or your staff would be asking a new or returning customer, right? So maybe you can walk us through some of the questions they may be asking me as a customer so I can begin to think about, oh, I better have those answers. Absolutely. I think whether you're a new customer, a returning customer, whether you're, you know, 25, 50 or 80, um, it's part of our, our job as retail specialists is to be listening to the patient and what their needs are. And um, then we're, again, the retail specialist, we're the product specialist. So as we listen to our patients' needs, we need to ask the right questions to our patients. Um, I think some of the, I would go over about the top five questions that, uh, we would, we ask our patients, um, again, whether they're new or returning, 
Um, but I think one of the most important questions that we ask our patients is, um, how long have you been using cannabis? <laughs> that right there gives us a good idea. Is this patient absolutely uh, novice, has never used cannabis in their entire life? Um, again, are they rediscovering it from college or are they an experienced user? Right, right. So you could get everything from an old surfer dude uh, to maybe someone's visiting from, uh, you know, Idaho and she was able to get a temporary medical card, right? That was brand new and just exploring. You'd probably get them across the board. And that that question probably normalizes like where they are at a starting point, right? Yeah. And it's kind of like a good way to also just kind of get to know your patient a little bit better, you know, <laughs> see cool. where they're starting out at. Of course. Um, once we've established, you know, how long they've been using cannabis and we you know where they're at in their, in their journey. Um, I love to ask like, what's their preferred route of administration? Do they love the inhalation of cannabis or do they love eating cannabis? Mm -hmm. So smoking or gummies or chocolates or baked goods, things like that. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I apologize for leaving this one out, but also um, topicals. Topicals are absolutely amazing as well. Um, so we do get quite a bit of patients that really enjoy topicals as well. So rubbing that cannabis on your skin. Right. Oh, that's great. And for, for those listeners that want to go deeper into that, if you go to the website and look at episode two, that will go into the details around what are the different routes of administration, the ways you can consume it, how long it'll take to feel the effect, how long it stays with you. They're all very different. And I know Alexis, you and I agree that one isn't necessarily better than the other, but it's important to know the difference. Absolutely. It's really important because they have, you know, the different routes of administration will either have like a quick onset if you're inhaling cannabis um, or if you're eating cannabis, which will take a little bit longer, you know, on its onset and will maybe last a little bit longer. So it's really good to know, like, what is my preferred route of administration? What do I really enjoy, um, you know, doing when I'm using my cannabis? So I think that's a really important question to ask patients. Excellent. What else do you ask them? Uh, we ask them what time of day do you like using cannabis? Hmm. We have a variety of different patients. They wake up in the morning and, you know, cannabis is one of their go-tos um, to start their day. Um, we have a variety of different patients that maybe use it throughout the entire day or patients that, you know, they're just done with work for the day and they really just want to go home in the evening and to, and to use cannabis. Um, and that's a really important question. Um, because that helps us as a retail specialist to really look at the, the terpene profile um, of uh, either the, the flower, the inhalation, or um, in our ingestibles um, to kind of help guide them. You know, certain terpenes um, will elevate your mood, will provide a, a stimulating effect, and um, primarily those would be used uh, during the day. And then we have uh, products that, um, you know, kind of relax you in the evening and um, help to induce sleep and release anxiety and stress. And so then that would be a different product and a different terpene profile. So we want to make sure that we're hearing what our patient is telling us, you know, what time of day they use that cannabis. Excellent. Very important. What are the other ones you might ask? The next one I think is really important too. And, and what I've noticed as a retail specialist is that we will have patients, um, you know, some are really open and, and some uh, only give a little bit of information, but is, are there any particular symptoms you're trying to relieve? 
Um, that's another really important question because some patients, again, will come to us and be very open and honest and tell us exactly what they are feeling and what they need relief from. And then we have some patients that just don't feel as comfortable being open. Um, so we kind of have to read um, their symptoms and what their needs are and address possibly the symptom and not the condition. Got it. No, it's so important. In fact, the research that I've shared with the listeners and that you and I've seen indicate that some of the top conditions people come in for are chronic pain, uh, sleep, sleep issues. They want to sleep. They want to get to sleep faster and they want to stay asleep longer. Um, anxiety, little PTSD. So I imagine you, you hear all of those symptoms. We do. Absolutely. Different symptoms, different conditions for sure. I, I do encourage if, if patients or adult use uh, consumers feel comfortable, um, you know, to give that information to the retail specialists, it, it helps them to kind of uh, guide you a little bit better if you feel comfortable being open. Great. That's excellent. And then I usually just ask patients, like, are there any questions or concerns that they have about the products that they're um, purchasing? You know, are there any additional questions or maybe they thought of something in our interaction that they were concerned about or a last minute question? I always just kind of like to round out that interaction with um, an open ended. How else can I help you if you have any other questions? So that's that's a, that's that's a really good question at the end, just to make sure they're walking away with you know some comfort, or maybe they didn't understand something. They can ask again. Um, one one element that we're seeing a trend with, particularly in active older adults who may not be confident with cannabis or the THC component of getting high, are you seeing more CBD dominant or CBD requests for products by by this particular Kapuna population? I, I definitely have seen a trend in that. I think that uh, CBD is um, looked at as um, a safer, a safe product. Mm -hmm. We know that um, CBD is um, non-intoxicating. Um, so it's a really great place to start. And I also think that um, you know, CBD has been talked about a little bit more over the years than, um, say, THC. So I feel like people are a little bit more comfortable starting there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. We're, we're hearing that and seeing that as well. So just to recap for everyone, these are the questions that we should expect a good professional dispensary agent or bud tender ask us what how do we like to enjoy cannabis what's our preferred route of administration smoking gummies whatever how long have we been using cannabis what's our experience level what time of day do we like to use cannabis what symptoms are we trying to solve or relieve and then just you know any concerns about what we're purchasing before we leave so these are really important really important for us to hear and i will also include these in the show notes as well for everyone when, you know, Alexis, when someone is thinking about going to a dispensary, no matter what state they're in, are there any other pieces of advice on how they could prepare in addition to their list of questions, which we'll, we'll provide to them through, through our resources? What other things would you suggest? Well, I highly recommend uh, doing the research online before uh, going to a dispensary. Um, a lot of dispensaries either have their own uh, robust online menu 
or there are, um, there's leafly.com and um, those resources are excellent. And it allows a patient to sit in the comfort of their own home and to kind of look through the dispensary's product uh, menu. You know, what, uh, what different products do they have? What different ingestibles do they have? Flour, is there CBD and THC? Um, and I think that's really important to kind of, um, you know, go online, see what they have. That way you're not really driving around from dispensary to dispensary looking for a specific product. You've kind of identified exactly, you know, what you're looking for. Also, if that product's on their online menu, that usually means that they have it in stock. And that's really important because you don't want to show up at a dispensary and then this product that you're really looking forward to purchasing no longer exists. Uh, you know, products do uh, go quite quickly in some dispensaries. My um, other really, I would say as a pro tip is if you are able to order that product online, um, dispensaries will take that product, put it to the side for you to pick up at your desired time. And then that way, you know, that when you're walking into that dispensary, that that product is there waiting for you to purchase. Mm, excellent. Particularly when you just mentioned some run out, some products run out fast. So that's a great way to have it set aside. Absolutely. Wow. Those are some really good pro tips. I love it. Especially, you know, when you live in a city where you may have to drive far to get to that dispensary, a quick call in advance is, is really, really important. Yes. I think it's an, it's imperative to, I'm ensuring that you have, um, you know, a really enjoyable cannabis experience. Um, like you said, walking into that dispensary can sometimes um, make you a little nervous or be a little overwhelming. And so it's kind of like you're walking in with a little bit more confidence. Like I found this product. I know it's waiting for me. And then, you know, it's a little bit easier to ask those questions that you had um, about that product. And it's an opportunity for the retail specialist to um, maybe suggest some other products that are similar that would benefit you just as much. Mm hmm. That's great. Exactly. In fact, you know, one of the things that I hear as you explain both your approach, but but certainly an approach that we should elevate our expectations to and kind of demand when we go to a dispensary that they should act as a partner in our personal healing journey, right? Help us make those informed decisions. And so that will come back again and again. So it really support our entire journey of, of better health and wellness. It sounds like you do that really well, Alexis. Absolutely. I, um, I really enjoy my job. I love what I do. And to be honest, our patients, they're our family. Um, they're our Ohana. We call family in Hawaii Ohana. And um, they're a part of my life and I'm a part of their life now. And we're kind of all on this journey together as cannabis consumers. And, um, you know, that's the thing I love about cannabis the most is there's just really a place for everyone. Yeah. There really is. And that's why part of our journey and mission here is to educate and elevate everyone's understanding of it. Um, it's just getting more and more prevalent and yet not enough regulation to share with the businesses to really have these standards. So we, as consumers, have to bring our own standard. And Alexis, thank you for sharing that with us. I know you also do um, some consulting. So just tell us shortly a little bit about the business in case someone would like to, to engage with you? I started Grassroots Consulting, um, which is a, just a consulting company to help those individuals that um, are looking um, for a little bit more support on their cannabis journey, whether it's um, you know through education, 
um, helping them to find products at a dispensary near them, um, or just to, you know, I guess, talk story to have those conversations. Uh, that's what we're here to do is to start that conversation, to open up that communication and, um, you know, to start introducing consumers to the science uh, behind cannabis and how and why it works in our bodies. And um, that's why I really appreciate you as well. And grandma and her gummies is this is just another um, outlet where consumers can find um, facts and trusted information to help guide them um, on their cannabis journey. So I really appreciate you. Yeah, likewise, likewise, Alexis. And for those that may want to find out more about Alexis, she is one of our experts at the Cannabis Wellness Group and on our website, uh, the cannabis www.cannabiswellnessgroup.com, you'll find her profile and links to how to connect with Alexis under the medical expert section. So Alexis, thanks again for taking the time from your beautiful sunny location, Hawaii. I really appreciate you and all the knowledge you gave us with those pro tips and stories. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome to you and to all of our listeners. I wish you peace and good cannabis wellness until the next episode. Thanks for listening to Grandma and Her Gummies. If you like what you heard, the best thing you can do is share this episode with your friends and family. And be sure to follow and review us at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. To learn more about resources and products for safe and effective cannabis use or to share your cannabis story, visit our website at grandmaandhergummies.com.